you. Yeah, you. The one hearing us right now. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. I'm Thena. And I'm Kylie. We wanted to say hey and tell you about our podcast. It's a podcast we both host where we talk crimes, cryptids, murders, and a lot of wild stuff in between. You can find Mothman, Jeffrey Dahmer, SeaWorld, Spectrophilia, Casey Anthony, or even Skinwalker Ranch to be just a few of the crazy topics we cover. We even do some fun urban legends to make you feel like a kid at the campfire again. We're just two best friends hanging out, diving into all the things that your coworkers think you're a weirdo for wanting to talk about. We have a new episode every Tuesday at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're always open for case suggestions. Our Instagram is at Cryptic Soup Pod, where our DMs are always open, so slide on in. We always want to hear your opinions about any cases and episodes we cover. You can find our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and most podcasting platforms. At Cryptic Soup Pod, the menu is always overflowing with crazy topics you'll want to hear about. So join the conversation today and come hang out with us. Stay tuned. So this is a sporadic episode I just threw together because some wacky shit just happened in my neighborhood. But as you just heard the trailer to Cryptic Soup podcast, I'm obsessed with these guys. I've binged them from the beginning because some of you may know, you know, I come from kind of a wacky past and kind of a wacky history. And okay, my dad and well, my mom too. I mean, we grew up in a family that was laced with Bigfoot and aliens and foil on the windows and like all sorts of craziness. And I thought I was all alone. And then I found Cryptic Soup Pod and I love them. I love them. So if you haven't gone over to give them a listen, shout out, give them a listen. It's more than just a little bit deviating off to the supernatural, which by the way, love the boys and supernatural, but I digress. It also gives you the fix of your true crime and they have really hot takes on some of the true crime stuff that even me, somebody who lived and breathed the true crime world for 20 years, never even thought about, hell, what the hell did I go to college all this time for? But if you haven't listened to him, Cryptic Pod Soup, give him a listen. Crime Scene and Cupcakes is an independent podcast created in the Anchor app, funded mainly through advertising. The podcast often has coarse language and disturbing content. Please listen wisely. Okay, I just had to share with my listeners, my podcast family, my crime family, the craziness that just occurred in a little thing we like to call our neighborhood. So maybe, one, we can get some information out in case... Maybe somebody who listens to my podcast might know what the fuck just happened. Number two, maybe somebody might find this interesting. And number three, what the fuck just happened? Okay, so for those of you who follow our Instagram, 
I have an adorable blue Pomeranian named Blueberry. He's the light of my life. Well, one of my six, because I have six dogs. I love every one of them. I had cadaver dogs for a period of time, so I am only happy when I surround myself with lots of fur babies. And so I am walking my sweet, innocent, six-pound blueberry up the sidewalk of a wonderful, lovely neighborhood. Now, backstory. One of the houses in our neighborhood had been rented for a period of time by a lovely family. I love this family. They had a lot of kids, a lot of pets, and I believe chickens or ducks, a lot of those. And they didn't really mind tearing up the yard. And so it, it was, you know, kind of, you know, just the way they wanted to live. And that's cool. But then it kind of came to a point of when you realize, oh, wow, this isn't their house. But they they were awesome. But they were a devoutly religious group. And so that kind of festered on me a little bit. I, I'm not trying to tell anybody to be any way they are. I, I'm not about that. Live and let live. But always remember to be a good person to those who are providing you with something. And somebody is providing you with a home. So please leave it in good repair. So they have recently moved. And now that place is just uh, a, a, not in a good state. And there is like this horrific big pile of trash that they have left. And this trash has sat there for weeks and weeks on end. And those of you, I know vintage homicide knows what I'm talking about. The stench of death. You know that smell. Those of us who've worked in the field, you will never forget it. Well, now I smell it every day wafting up the street to no end. I thought I could escape it after I retired all of these years. And here it is. It's haunting me. It never leaves me. And it's driving me insane. But I don't believe it's my place because I don't live on that street. I live on over, but I still smell it. Well, their next door neighbor proceeded to follow the appropriate channels to make sure that that is taken care of in the appropriate way. So on with the story. So as we continue to go on with the story, I'm back to Blueberry. So Blueberry and I are taking our little constitutional today. And as we are walking up the sidewalk, this van, a goldish colored beat to shit van comes barreling the sidewalk, mind you, up the friggin' sidewalk at us and comes to rest by that neighbor who lives next door to the ramshackle house now under their tree, comes to a stop 
inches, I might say, just inches in front of their tree. And it just stops. I had grabbed Blueberry for his very life, and he is looking at me like, what the fuck just happened here, Mom? And of course, my first thought is the safety of my dog. So I clicked at who was in the van and couldn't really see really well, which is odd for those of you who might know my past. But I couldn't make out who was in the van. So I hightail it back to my home to put away my dog and get one of my bigger dogs. So as I'm doing so, I am messaging the person who lives in said house where the van is now residing in their yard. As I'm messaging them, I'm making sure, A, are you home? B, are you safe? C, guess what the fuck is going on right now? They're home. By the time I've turned back around and I'm out with the dog, I can't see somebody in the van but the driver's side door is open. So my oh shit meter is even higher. What the hell is going on here, ladies and gentlemen? This is not good. Yes, this is in the middle of the day, but something is not right here in Kansas. So she's outside and I'm trying to say, get your ass back in the house. This is where the horror movie goes desperately wrong. So, this is not my story to tell. So, we will edit back to where it's my story to tell. She then lets me know that the van has, once she sees the people, she asks them, what the hell are you doing? Because she doesn't know who they are. They then drive off and drive off quite loudly. And they don't go forward like you would think after they pulled out. They backed up, turned around, and went back from whence they came. Again, for my true crime people out there, very odd behavior. So... I join her in the front of her yard, and we proceed to call the Wichita Police Department. Now, the Wichita Police Department scrambles as quickly as they came because she did have a bit of a discussion and a quandary. Should I or should I not call the police? For those of you who may have that question at future situations like this, let me advise you, always call the police. As you are wrestling with this question, you are letting people get away. Always call the police. It is better for somebody to be caught and let go if circumstances are wrong than to not be caught and they are a bad guy. So, she wrestled, then called the police. By the time cars were, and they immediately did respond to the area and tried to find said van. We are right not far from immediate accesses across the city. 
Kellogg, 96, those types of things. So it was quite easy to go anywhere. Even Goddard, Hutchinson, anywhere you'd like to go, you can get there from the basic area that we're at. So it's a little frightening because these guys did not belong there. So wonderful Wichita police officer did stop and one moment I would love to share was she's providing information and I'm standing aside, which is difficult in a law enforcement situation because I'm wanting to correct. I'm wanting to provide a quicker synopsis of a story and she is discussing and sweetheart, if you listen to my podcast, I, I'm not critiquing. I, I'm just being me and you know that and I love you. But then I finally couldn't take it anymore. And so I interjected and I'm like, look, here's the highlights. Boom, 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 boom. I'm standing there. Car drives up. This is what happens. I wanted to get a picture of the tag, but I wanted to provide my dog with safety. By the time I turned back around, she had the situation in hand. I didn't know if she knew the individuals or not. I ceased and desisted immediately. Then I came back into the situation. They were already gone. I apologize. I have already gone to several houses looking for ring cameras. This is what I've done thus far. Okay. So, we'll proceed. So, I then exchanged information with the officer where she was then giving him her information. I immediately, when he asked me for my information, I pulled a card out of the little bag and my little doggy bag I carry around and I handed him my business card with all of my information and everything and said, here you go. I know how hard it is to transcribe all of that. <laughs> so I thought it was just a great moment to share and he was awesome. And he was also very honest. I don't know what more we can do. We can file a report. We can look without video, without the additional information, without a tag, and the very briefest description you're able to give us. There is not much the Wichita Police Department can do. And I appreciated that so much. It wasn't misleading. It wasn't anything else. It was honest and it was open. Now, when the officer left, I then stood with her and I offered my own pearls of wisdom. And she talked about how terrified she was. And I agreed with her. And she asked the questions. Her husband does a lot of work from home and he has some items that are very dear to that family. And also the house next to them is empty now. That is another terrifying moment. So it leads everyone to stop and think and to be aware of your surroundings. And when something like that happens, immediately there are so many people who criticize those who immediately start video. Those who criticize those who take pictures, but that is the most brilliant thing you can do. It stops criminals in their tracks and it explodes exposes them. So push forward, you social media people. Push forward in what you do. 
continue to expose those wrongdoers. I only wish social media had been around when Krista Martin was around because I think it would have stopped whoever did what they did. If not stopped, it would have exposed them and we would not be dealing with an unsolved case 33 years later today. Now, yes, Krista Martin's anniversary of when she was killed has come, but it has not gone. I have received new information regarding her case from a wonderful alumni from Campus High School. And I have been dealing with that information on my own and my wonderful crime family that I have met. Oh my God, Cryptic Soup Pod, Weird Distractions Podcast, Crime, Crime Again, True Crime B&B, Horror House. I mean, there are so many. I'm trying to keep up with all the names. They're just, there are so many of them. I'm just so overwhelmed with all of the people within this network. And this has really been helping me in dealing with this information and also the group at uncovered.com. So we will have a podcast talking about the new information we have and how we're going to go forward with this and hopefully capturing and assisting Wichita Police Department in finding her killer. So stay tuned. And thank you all for listening to Storytime at Crime Scene and Cupcakes. Again, Dog Mom, Baker, True Crime Podcast Maker, and we are so glad Blueberry made it okay. Before we close today, we are asking for those of you who have listened to the Madison Bourne case, and if you haven't, please go and give a listen or at least go read the article that the Wichita Eagle or KWCH has put out. That family is hurting and someone is driving a car around your family who has been convicted of other misdemeanor crimes and her death is not a misdemeanor. Please contact the DA's office and tell them we will not stand for this. She was a beautiful young woman whose life was taken away by inattentive or God knows what else driving. Also, in regards to Krista Martin's case, Sandra Gleason, Mandy Alexander, Mary Baker, Mary Krupper, Sandra Talbot, and the many other cold cases out there. We're not done. Yes, I've been busy with Tallgrass Film Festival, but I am in no way done with you yet. So, those of you who have information on any of these cases, those of you who may have committed this crime, DNA is catching up. Did you see the KBI release on the Dolly Madison Bakery murders? We're not done. Familial DNA is catching up. People have donated their DNA that you don't even know. Cousins, second cousins, third cousins, they will eventually catch up to you. You have a chance to change the narrative. 
Do you want them to just find you while you're at home making pot roast? While you're sitting there watching a football game? Or do you want to go to them? Do you want to write your own story? If you just have information and they're caught, it will come out that you knew something. Write your own narratives. Come forward. You can come forward through Crime Stoppers. There are a lot of anonymous ways to come forward these days, guys. How do you want to be found out? And if you say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm old. What does it matter what other people say? I'm sure you have family. That family is going to have to live with your legacy. And true crimers, we're everywhere. True crime podcasters, true crime bloggers, true crime TikTokers, we're everywhere. We will make sure what you did, what you kept quiet, what you sat on, how you kept this and let this victim's family suffer 20, 30 years and you did nothing, that's evil within itself if you do nothing. Law enforcement will give you the chance to write your story with this. Give a chance to tell your side. Give a chance to explain. But if you do nothing and they come to you, we and they are writing your story. Come forward now. Give closure to families. Not really closure. That's not the right word, but I'm at a loss for what a word would be. It's just an answer. So there isn't some dark face lording over our dreams at night. Give us a face. Or give us some sort of answer. It may not be the answer, but fuck it. You have something we can use. Give us that. If not, you're allowing someone else to write your story. Is that what you want? Do you want someone else assuming what you were thinking at that time? What you're thinking now? Because you've seen it. True crime has been together throughout the ages. And you should see our chat messages. We're an army strong. We're an army strong gathering for information, gathering for justice, and we will not stop. We fight for each other. We fight for the victims and we fight for their families. You have a shot. Take it. This is Marianne with Crime Scene and Cupcakes. The rest of you, be safe.